People deluded, I'm back again. Thank you very much for joining me each and every time. First things first, with it being the halfway point of the week, I hope you're all having a progressive week in relation to your goals, hopes, dreams, ambitions, aspirations, or just simply becoming or overcoming better yet hardship. On that as well, we can't do a damn thing without our health. So I hope everyone's got their health in all aspects of the world. World, word, sorry, all over the world. We're health is wealth again hope you all your health maintains and slash gets better in it people as i said i hope you're having a good week finally good morning good afternoon good evening and of course good night depending on wherever you guys are placed on this world please make sure you're doing me a favor i don't ask you for much hit the like button again one love to everyone who was on my twitch stream at 10 a.m appreciative to everyone that's here in relation to other content we're at the halfway stage. I'm going to take myself to the gym, do a couple bits and pieces of life admin. And then I'm back at 4.30 to play a little bit of football manager. And then on YouTube, it's Atletico. Well, I, it's my Atletico Madrid versus Manchester United live stream. You know, you can see everything in the pin message. So, yeah, man. Hope everyone's doing well and safe. Slap the like button for me and all those sort of things. Get any talking points you've got in. We're going to go over this transfer market stuff. You know, if Arsenal signed half the players we're linked to, we'd be, we'd, 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 we'd even win the Tour de France, really. We might even win this impending war between Russia and Ukraine, if I'm honest with you. If we were to get... You, well, we've been here, in it? Arthur, you know, we've been we've been here with numerous guys. You know, Vlahovic scored within 30 seconds. Um so 30 seconds of being in the cha- being in the Champions League. Normally, you know, it's, it's it's a bad thing to bust that quickly. But anyways, he did it in it really. And half the players were linked with. You know, if we were to get Jao Felix and we've been linked with Rafina, you know me, people. I'm here for Rafina, Brazil bias and that. Jao Felix might not be necessarily on paper what we need, but I'm down for making an exception. We all saw Jonathan David and Renato Sanchez yesterday. Um, I did my we spoke about that more on Twitch. I would take Jonathan David not as my first trip choice striker currently but I'll take him in the squad Renato Sanchez had a good game I'd probably leave him you know I think he's he's a good talent but I just feel his injury record that I'm not one to waffle on about these things is that it, it makes it on on no need to go for it and I do think Arsenal fans specifically overrate Sanchez in that it's nothing to do with Sanchez not that he's not good it's just man are putting all their hope and putting man on a level that evidently they're not I'm still here, people. The fan's not on. It's cold out here in the United Kingdom, but it's hot in front of me. You can, well, you can't see, but enough, enough lights and that. So, yeah, man, I can't deal with all of that. So, that needs to turn on, people. As, as usual, apologies for being a couple of moments late. Can't lie, I had my breakfast and I regret nothing. You know, I'll pay my late fine as I, as I do every week. DG, the title's gassing me. Boy, I hear it. I hear it. I hear it. Still no number nine. More wingers. I hear it. I hear your frustrations. I hear your frustrations. One love to everybody that's tuned in. Felix would suit City. He would. I think Felix, there's more chance of him maybe going City or United than us, but it is what it is. The hour links seem to have gone, man. You know, the hour the hour links seem to have gone, man, but we can still sell ourselves that dream. Before we get into all of that, we might as well start with, I won't say the boring stuff, but let's start with, I mean, no disrespect, Mikel Arteta, but 
your press conference is boring when we're hearing new contract rumours, when we're hearing Rafina and all of these sort of things. But on a serious note, in relation, one love to everyone that's checked out my live stream with Mo on Twitch and everyone that saw the replay on YouTube. I've cut up certain clips, so there'll be a couple of other bits and pieces. But we might as well look at Mikel Arteta's press conference first things first before we get into everything else, because finally we were able to have a live stream where we see his comments, man, really. Big up yourself, Ryan. And T, I appreciate you, K. Big up, DJ. I hope you're doing well. Love and peace to you and yours. Right back at you. I'm doing well and safe. Shout out to your South African tugs and the whole of the, the whole continent of Africa while we're there. But yeah, man, it is what it is. We might as well start with the press conference because, as you know, Arsenal versus Wolves, you know, I feel like I've spoken about the game. We know it's of in increased importance. We know we need to get three points. You know, we know what at this stage in the season, we know what we need to do in it. It's as simple, it's as simple as that. We know what we need to do. Do I think we're going to win every last one of our 15 games? Probably not. But we need to be targeting ending up on about 70 points to have half a chance, in my opinion. And... Yeah, man, you know, Wolves is a big test. They're going to, you know, they're going to probably be hypocrites if they do beat us. You know, they're going to, that's the highlight of some of their careers based on the way they're going. Definitely, Ruben Neves, you've been stuck at Wolves for how long? He ain't that. The biggest highlight of yours is just chatting shit about our celebrations. You know, they say Arsenal fans lack passion and the, fan, and the club lack passion, but they're celebrating a victory. When City celebrated beating the 10-man Arsenal side 2-1, nobody told them anything because it's bigger than us. They beat us up nine times out of 10. The key thing is they knew what it meant for their season. At the time, we didn't have a win, you know. Wolves are a big team. Of course, we're going to celebrate. In terms of the Prem, that's a difficult place and team to play against, definitely with what's going on now. So, of course, we're going to celebrate. I want to do the double over them. It's bigger than Wolves. It meet, you know, it's a vital three points considering what we've got, you know, to come. Obviously, we saw the results over the weekend. You know, if we know what we need to do, I'm not going to lie. Wolves, I don't know. We needed to pick up three points against Brentford. I expect a good performance and an urge to beat Wolves. You need to be taking six points, you know, four to six points, ideally six off your next two games. Because after the Watford game, it starts getting techie. It starts getting very brazy. It starts getting very difficult for Arsenal Football Club, more so than the rest of it. So we'll have to see. And Liverpool are fighting for the league now. The league race has become open and we've got to play our rescheduled game. To be fair, we'd have Wolves and Liverpool out the way if it wasn't for other things and we might be looking at things differently. But it doesn't matter if you've got one game or 29 games to play. Everyone plays the same amount of games. You know, we've got to keep a cool head when we've won, cool head when we lose. But anyways, let's see what Mikel Arteta himself has said. Hit the like button if you haven't, people. Arteta on Wolves, Jimenez, the top four race. Apparently, it was all changed at London Coley on Wednesday as we opened the doors for a for an in-person press conference for the first time this season after COVID restrictions were eased, which is cool. Let's see how, how long this actually is first. All right, cool. And I'm not going to lie, people, if we are to read this, I'm going to need some help. I can't see shit. Um, pardon my French. Scrolling all the way up. On our defensive record this season, that's great, you know. Defence wins titles. Defence keeps you in divisions. I do like the improvement in defence and we're seeing a lot of building blocks. I still wouldn't say we're a good defensive side because I think we've got too much silly mistakes in us, even down to the goals we concede. But we're stepping in the, in the right direction, really and truly. Tino, I'm doing well and safe, man. I don't know if top four is ours. I don't see us in pole position. When I see us fourth, that's when I'll believe really and truly. But Mikel Arteta himself said... I am very impressed because it's not easy to do in this league. It comes down to, first of all, the engagement of the players, the understanding of how important that implication is, and then individually and collectively how they're able to execute it. 
And I do think we're looking like a bit more of a functional unit. Our first attacker is Ramsdale. We've seen good moves start with Ramsdale. Our first defender is our number nine. For all the lack of goals and, and whatnot, Lacazette does help in that regards. We're not all the way there yet because I don't think we're as hungry for clean sheets as we are for scoring good goals because I, and getting three points because I saw it in the second half in our last game. We switched off, really. You know, to go to that next level, we need to keep our concentration. But we're stepping in the right direction. And you can't, you know, from the moment moment Arteta walked in the door, he has improved us defensively. And I do think a big part of it is because we've been able to play the same players. You know, we've there's less messing about with for whatever reason, whether whether it was injuries, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Disagree respectfully. Our defense puts our stats puts us among the best defensively. You're not listening, my guy. I said we're up there. We're stepping in the right direction. I just wouldn't define us as a good defensive side because we concede a lot of cheap goals and we've got a lot of young squads. As much as we and like I said, that gets praised. I love it. You know, we're doing our thing. But me as a fan, I wouldn't say we're a, we're we're a great defensive side or a good defensive side yet because of the goals we concede. You know, and because of the lapses in concentration and whatnot, you know, to be a good defensive side, you stop allowing transition so easily through your midfield. We concede a lot of cheap goals. I look at the silly penalty Odegaard conceded. I look at a couple of our midfielders against Palace losing the ball. You know, I look at there's, there's, you know, Ben White's silly penalty the other day. I'm not crit. I, well, in fact, I am criticizing us in a healthy way. That's the level these players are at. That's Ben White's second season in the Prem, first year here. They're a young squad. They're going to make naive mistakes. Tavares has done a couple. Side for me is them prime Italian man. They barely do these things, you know. We've can every goal. I'm sure every team can go through and improve. I'm not like I said. Please don't misunderstand me. I've said Arteta has improved us from the jump. We're improving defensively, and as I was expanding on as well, we have improved. I just won't say if you was to tell me if you was to ask me to list good defensive sides in the world, I'm not gonna list Arsenal historically, statistically, of course. What we're doing right now, of course, it speaks for itself. But do I think we defend necessarily good from the front? Do I think we follow runners enough? Do I think our midfield is is uncompact? Do I think we can be a bit more street smart? Do I think we can see some silly goals? Undoubtedly, yes. Two truths can live in the same realm. It's not either or. Um, but as I was going on, yeah, we're stepping in the right direction. The moment Arteta has come into this club, he's improved us in that regard. I, again, I, I think a big part of it was injuries at the time, but I did think he chopped and changed. I don't think there's any coincidence. You've got a keeper you believe in. You've got centre-halves you believe in. You're playing them consistently. Obviously, there's injuries and suspensions, but you're playing the back five specifically themselves. And there's 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 a bit more, you know, experience and they're tying together and they're understanding each other's game. And we are moving in the right direction, as I was saying, because you look at the way Gabriel and Ben White celebrate in particular, Ramsdale, the way they celebrate every action on the field. We're moving in the right direction. We're still a young squad, you know, Ramsdale's one day he's going to make a mistake because at times his positioning is quite shaky. Ben White, as good as I think he's been, susceptible to a couple of lapses. Tommy Asu's had a couple of tough games. Tierney's had a couple of tough games. Gabriel's done dumb shit. I mean, you know, sometimes it's been nothing to do with our defence. So we're moving in the right direction, really. And I think that's one thing I give Arteta credit because I have seen the fruits of your labour being built. We've come a long way from being in a cup final. You know, Sergio Aguero is running through on goal. What a centre half is just rather than tracking him, he's just standing at the halfway line, putting his hand up. We're moving in the right direction. But moving forward, people, um, it starts with the front players, as we, as I've been saying, and you lot know, how they go about the press, how intense they are and how much they are willing to support the team in that sense. Then it's a collective thing, understanding the distances, the compactness, how you win duels, how you force the opponent to play in certain areas. 
that is better for our defensive structure. It's going to be really important for the future, how we maintain the rhythm and winning football matches. And that's true. And I do like the building blocks with the pressing. I do think, you know, it's going to have to change because Lacazette's not going to be there and whatnot. But I do like the way Smith Rowe, the guard, Martinelli, and just other players. I do like the way we press. And I think we've pressed in many different ways. I think we've been aggressive like the minute it goes into certain people press them I think at times we've waited for people to come into certain zones at times I think we've waited for certain times to do we also tend to lack control in midfield which hinders the defense as well exactly and that's where it goes back to me you're not going to see Odegaard all these guys develop to a to past a certain level and you're not going to see our defense go to a certain level without the midfield improving and specifically the, the men in the middle in the pivot so it is what it is man moving away from that I can't disagree with what he said on the competition at right back oh competition's a bit strong isn't it a bit of a strong word it's exact but fair play Cedric in his last two games has done his thing wouldn't say his competition but in theory, you know, Tavares played well for a couple of games. Tierney had to sit on the bench. Maybe you'll do that with Tommy Asu. Hit the like button, people. Respectfully, if we need to get three points against Wolves, Cedric is back to the bench. But it is what it is. It's exactly what I want. We have players who can play in the same role with different qualities that give us different options and that you are sure they can perform at the highest level. That is the case now. On what he thinks of Wolves since we last played them, nothing's different, which what could change? They're going to be aggressive. They're going to be hungry. They're going to win. We know they're going to want to win. Sorry. I know Wolves. We know Wolves are littered with talent. We watched the game against Leicester where they weren't particularly amazing, but you saw what Neves can do, what the fullbacks can do, Pedence, you know, dropping and twisting and turning. Make you look, make sure you don't dive in against him, really. You know, Kilman and Cody at the back, committed performances. Um, we know what we're going to get and they're going to be hungry, you know. I'm telling you, some of them are probably still thinking of that game against us. Some of them have probably seen Gabriel and Cole's celebration more than they've seen their wives. Some of them some of them are trying to have kids and they're probably focused on Arsenal players. Some of them Wolves players, this is gonna this season, no matter where they finish or what or just the fact that they beat Arsenal, that's gonna be the highlight of their career, people. Even though Kilman and Cody probably get called up for the next England squad. And they've obviously got Pedro Neto back. Hopefully he's not back with a bang. We know Wolves are a good team. They're doing fantastic under their new manager. Like us, they're good defensively. Actually, like us, they struggled to score goals. Like us, they're trying to fight for Europe in some capacity. So on the best of days, it's a six-pointer. It's arguably a 12-pointer, you know. Wolves is a difficult game on the best of days for us. More so this period. We've got 15 cup finals. It is what it is, you know. I think they're, well, we've already seen this. Nothing different. I think they are really consistent. The work the manager and the coaching staff are doing is exceptional. They've been on a really good run in recent years. They've been, a, they've, they have a really clear way of playing and they are really competitive. It's really hard to beat them and it will be tough tomorrow. Exactly. So let's take the good from what we did in our last game and apply it. On stressing the importance of the game to the players, as much as it's important, we've got to remember it's a game of football and you don't want to go over the limits to the point where certain people are feeling the pressure too much. For our players, just do what you're doing. Just win your individual battles. Keep your high standards. Sit here and review. I don't think we should put too, the players should put too much emphasis just game by game. When we win, don't draw conclusions in this top 14. When we lose, do not draw conclusions. It's very volatile. Like everyone fighting, it's in our hands. It's up to us, man, um, really. 
I think they I think they know they know what every game means for us. We know where we are and the that race is going right until the end. There are a lot of clubs involved. You see very different results that you don't expect and we play at home. The importance of getting the points when we play at home is going to be crucial to get to the destination. I mean, when I say it, it doesn't get anything. Our terrorists said our home form. Our away form hasn't been amazing this season. We've got some difficult away grounds to travel to. Respectfully, when was the last time we won in we won at Spurs at Spurs' place? You know, when was the last time we won at Stamford Bridge? You know, when was the last time we, you know, we well, we have one at, at St. James's, but we've got to go and play a resurgent Newcastle. There's a lot of points on the board. Forgive me if I'm wrong. We've got to go London Stadium and play West Ham. You know, there's a lot of tough games in general. Still got to go Selhurst Park. Still got to go St. Mary's. Still, even Vicarage Road in the next game after this could be, could be brazy, really and truly. Um, so you never know what to expect. Um, so it makes sense. We can't get too excited. You know, we just have to keep doing what we're doing. And he's right about the home form. Hit the like button if you if, if you can, people. Three points for sure. I wish I shared that confidence. I have confidence in us, but I, I would I can't disrespect Wolves and say it's a defo three points. I looked at the Brentford game and said, that's where you need to get three points. I'm not quite going to do that now. 15 more games to go, I believe. I believe to go. The lads have to be hungry for top four. Beating Wolves tomorrow will definitely set the pace. W loading, hopefully, man. Anyways, people, on what could make the difference in the top four battle, I don't know. I think it will be a bit of a roller coaster. There'll be moments when a team opens up a bit of a gap, then it catches up, as we've seen. You see the fixtures we all have to play, and they're extremely tricky. We will see exactly. So Arteta kind of agrees with me in that you're going to see a lot of narratives change. And that's one thing, you know. I remember, do you not remember when Arsenal was getting relegated? Do you actually remember, people? When Arsenal fans said we should write off the season, another tough period on YouTube with me because I said, what the fuck are you not talking about? Shows how far... And like I said, you can't draw narratives according to what's happened week in, week out. Spurs were the worst team in the world. Conte can't change it. They beat, they beat City. Things have changed. It's brazy, man. It's absolutely brazy. Absolutely crazy. So we're gonna have to we're gonna have to see what happens, man. We're gonna really have to see what happens. We're only at 49 likes, people. That's not a hundred. What's going on there? So he's right, it will be a roller coaster, but this is why we need to not self-inflict further problems. This is why when we look at okay, let's remove from the result. This is the problem with Arsenal fans. It's only when things go really, really bad that you want to talk about improvement with players and individuals and maybe ownership. You know, we did well against Brentford. We won the game. That's the main point for me. But I would say in terms of improvement, killing games. You know, you saw with Chelsea yesterday. They could have killed that Leo game in the first 10-20, maybe took off Kovacic and these sort of players. And then there's no injuries potentially going into Sunday. Kill games. Because in terms of improvement, we played with our dinner. We didn't kill Brentford. We didn't break them down. Some of it is due to the personnel we have and we can't change it into the summer. But we didn't kill them, you know. For me as well, whether we get tired or complacent or things are going well, we need to maintain our high standards. And I think we switched off. That's why we conceded that goal that we did. The circumstances, you know, ifs and buts are not facts. But had we not have scored a second, people might be looking at Cedric and Ramsdale a bit different than anyone else involved. People might be even harsher on Lacazette's misses. I don't know, but this is why we need to focus on the things we're doing good and apply the things that we're doing bad and do and do a bit more because we are going to drop more points this season. We can't go back in time and, and 
chase back the points that we drop. But what we can do is hold ourselves accountable. When you win, you're not as good as you think you are. When you lose, you're not as bad as you think you are. You apply that to life, you should be all right, people. No, uh, there's no team news in relation to Arteta. It is what it is. If you don't know, then you don't know. Hopefully, Tomiyasu is back and ready with a couple of training sessions under his belt. On the reasons for Wolves' success, first of all, the recruitment policy and the players they have brought in with the qualities and character and the specificity to play. I can't even say that, say that word. To play the way they play. Obviously, their defensive performance has been superb. The amount of goals they have conceded, the creativity they have and the goals they have, gassing it a bit. That combination is always going to be a positive outcome. On the importance of qualifying for Champions League, I mean, we're starting to get more specific with the questions for Arteta in recent weeks. I think for the club, this is where we want to play and this is to be the aim for every year. Be playing among the best teams in the world and that's what we want to do. That's the first time this season I've seen Mikel Arteta specifically kind of answer a question in relation to top four. And I think at this period, he can't, you can't deny it in it. Saka's spoken about it. Xhaka's spoken about it. Josh Kroenke has. Vinay has. You know, fans have eyes. You know, you need to be get to top four will feel like a, a bitter pill to swallow if you don't get it. Top four to top six is what man need to be aspiring to. Slap the like button if you haven't. Um, on the possibility of the club extending his contract, which we're going to get into, nothing. Just that I'm happy here and my aim is to try to build with the club a winning team, a team that people enjoy watching, that fans identify with and that can transmit what we want football-wise and as an organisation. On the progress made, things will happen naturally and have happened over the last few months. Our focus has to be on delivering what we want to achieve, which is true. On if on of the club, on if I think it means to say, on if the club is in the best shape it's been since he's been in charge. Of course it is, without a doubt. You know, you've got some of the weasels out, for want of better phrases. You've got rid of some of the prima donnas. You've won the player power battle things, you know. You've got better players. We've actually had a decent thingy. It's right. It's all right. Deluded by name and by nature. That's why your baby mom loves me, man. You know, deluded, don't be stupid. You know, I really did this. Come on. You know the thing. But anyways, moving away from that, you know, how to his baby mum as well. Don't get it twisted. I know he can't be like me, but it is what it is. He is finally answering. He's finally answering because he can't, like, you have to answer it. It's in your face right now, really and truly. So, yeah, in relation to the club's direction, I'm not happy with where we are. I'm not happy with where we are and where we want to be. That's for sure, because we want to be competing and really challenging the best teams in this league in consecutive seasons. We're not there yet. I think the team is evolving in the right direction, which is true. The project that we propose is happening and there are positives to take, but we are not there yet, which is true. On if he misses the Champions League, I do a lot because as a football player, I've experienced it. And it's one of the best feelings that you can have to be surrounded by opponents that are the best in the world and challenge yourself and evaluate yourself against the, against that type of opposition. Then obviously, as a club, you play in a, in, in a competition that brings the club to a different dimension, a different impact. It's a competition that is very attached to this football club. Very attached. We ain't won it yet, man. It's crazy, man. On how the players will handle the pressure. Just doing what you're doing. If you pressure is a privilege, if you can't handle pressure, you should not be playing for Arsenal Football Club, really and truly. I always say, you know, you need confidence, competence and consistency. The confidence kind of tends into pressure. When it's pressured environments, when the fans love you, it's easy to be confident. When the fans hate you, it's very different. Not saying that that's the case. When you need to do a job, get it done. You know, as much as it's there's bare pressure, it's just a game of football. Football means the world. It'll be a disaster. Game of football. You're not going to war. 
You're not saying you're not performing on hearts. If you lose, you lose. So have that healthy headspace, man. Really, Bruno Lag's a very good manager. We all know he's he's a good guy. He's a good gaffer and whatnot. I'm not gonna waffle on about that bit. There's there is going that there is going that pressure because mathematic mathematically it is possible. But our focus has to be today. Train well today. Prepare well today. Be mentally ready, physically ready, tactically ready tomorrow to play a really difficult match and show it on the pitch. That should be the only aim. Oh, trust me, I'm not taking verbal from elect electro banana. Well, every need to block him. He's doing stupidness when we're trying to have a decent conversation. You can join him if you're on foolishness as well, you know. Um, anyways, on if we're ahead of schedule, we are where we are, and I'm happy that we are in this position and we want to make the most out of it. And again, that can be the aim and that should be the goal and the objective. But the fo focus has to be on today, which is true. <laughs> On Conte saying you can get it wrong with your wife, but not with your strikers. When you see teams that have won championships and European competitions and you see the teams that Conte has had in the past and the amount of goals they've scored, there is a huge relation. Yes, so he's probably right. I don't know about the comparison with the wife, but it's a good one. And obviously, Arteta being a bit smart, he knows once this once this press conference is done, he has to go home to the missus, isn't it? So, boy, you know, he might win the battle of power between a Bamian and Ozil. You probably won't win that with your wife. So he's being a bit smart there, really and truly. But I, I think they're both right. You know, you, you can't get it wrong with your strikers. Um, on head injuries and player welfare, listen, we all know that is bad. Obviously, every time we see Wolves and Raul Jimenez, we're reminded of such. So it is what it is. Again, we're happy to see Raul Jimenez is back. And we need to, as, as the quicker we can get proper action around concussions and stuff like that and learn more the better so i'm not going to carry on reading with that on the club being in contact yes we were of course and david louise was as well he was directly involved and really affected by that we are colleagues in the end we share the same profession and industry and when something like that happens you're emotionally involved on rules being a rival for the top four they look like it the way they are playing, the results they're getting, the consistency they are showing, for sure you look at the two games as well and how they played against those teams they are going to be up there I think this is, I can't lie, man. I, every day we look at the press conferences. Listen, I make a lot of mistakes and things like that, but Arsenal, you're taking the piss. Like, you, you know, there's hella spelling mistakes consistently in these press conferences. You know, this looks like, again, I think this is two different things. I think this needs to be made bold um, and whatnot. But you're, you're like, come on now. On Smith-Rowe's 10 goals and two assists this season. I mean, lovely to see his final goals. I can't lie, Smith-Rowe. I thought he would have had a little more than that. The numbers should be looking something like this, and that's not a coincidence. And to be fair, he's told Smith-Rowe that from the jump. Clearly, him and Smith-Rowe are working well, and they're doing the job. The next step is, how far can you end up with? And the next season, can you do it again? He has willingness to do it because he knows he has the qualities and the capacity to do it. That's what we demand from players, whether they're 19, 20 or 35. On whether the England experience helps Smith-Rowe, of course it did. It must have, you know, it tells you that, um, you know, Smith-Rowe seems, I wouldn't say a confidence player. I think he's, I don't know, it seems like he, he he's he's not an idiot. Like, he knows he plays for Arsenal Football Club, he's number 10. Man, know they're good footballers, man, know that they're special in that. But he just, I don't know the word, he just seems cool with it. And he kind of, he takes everything in his stride. I kind of want him to know that he's messed. So I don't think the England experience would have gassed him. I think it would have thought like, okay, this was a dream. It's starting to become attainable. I hope it's made the penny drop because I still, I want, I'm want. i still waiting for the penny to drop with Saka and Smith-Rowe to them so they know, all right, cool. It's not just a young and naive thing. We're the youngest in charge sort of thing. I'm still kind of waiting for that. 
But I wouldn't say it's helped Smith Rowe because it seems like he takes everything in his stride. But it's, it's it's probably a positive reinforcement that man's doing the right thing. And like I said, people dreamed of playing for England and all these things. He scored a goal. It caps off what's been a fantastic 18 months. That's the most impressive thing for me. Man, forget Smith Rowe has only been a footballer like this at this level for us for the last year and some change, really. You know, literally, this time last year, he was two months, three months in. Hit the like button, people. I think it's a comp combination of everything. It's in his nature. He needs to feel that confidence and that trust around the coaching staff that we are the right people to guide him and to take him to the next level. He needs his teammates, which are big contributors to what he can do in the pitch. He needs to feel loved. He needs to have the right environment around him. His family, girlfriend or whatever next to him. And when that happens, he's got a good chance. Listen, man, man don't want to hear about no Amazon documentary. So big up, you know, big up Arteta and his words about the documentary, but allow it, fam. I don't want to hear about it. Wilshere moving to Denmark, which we wish him the best. First of all, thank you for what he's done all the time with us. It's been great to have him. And I think I'm speaking on behalf of everyone in the club. It's been absolutely a pleasure to have Jack back, to watch him, to enjoy watching him play next to us, to have him around. The inspiration that he has is for all young people. Hopefully we can help him. We have helped him a little bit as well because he has some doubts with what to do, whether to start coaching or continue playing. I think this group of players have given him again that necessary experience on a daily basis, how magnificent it is to feel like a football player. And I think he experiences that again. We wish him all the best. And that's good because you did kind of see in Wilshere's comments how he was saying, uh, listen, kind of training with Arsenal. I was getting gliding past, man. No brownie points for gliding past Xhaka, but kind of reminded him that he's a decent footballer. So we wish Jack Wilshere all the best, man. And he said he's come a long way. And obviously, I think Jack Wilshere will return as being a player. I, I I, don't know, man. I just think I would love for Jack Wilshere as our gaffer to win the Premier League. I just feel him not fulfilling his full potential for whatever reason as a player is going to give him more confidence. Um, Yeah, we do need to find a role for Jack. He said it's a roller coaster end. Uh, again, these are just these are just summing up what we've already said, really and truly. Shout out to Kevin Betsy. Shout out to Young Waters for signing a pro deal. Uh, so it is what it is. I did see Martinelli's interest. Well, why is notes opened on my on my thing? I did see some interesting comments from Martinelli in the Athletic about just how he, his his views around playing number nine and everything else. I'd implore you all to read it, but this done we got that out of the way now we can progress into some transfer business not until you lot hit the like button though people you lot are doing the guy dirty i don't know what you lot are on or what you lot what you lot are playing at pardon me as i said i'm going to be live on twitch at 4 30 7 30 i'm going to be watching the champions league with you lot so make sure you're there for that one that's on youtube and obviously thursday tomorrow we're watching the wolves game people so make sure you're there for that one all links have been provided. They're all in the pinned message. I just feel like now this is the business end of the season. There's been a shift. It's mainly a mental game now. Who's willing to do whatever it takes? Exactly. Hit the like. Smash the likes or unexpected high bills and subscribe. Road to 50k. Twitch road to 10k. Lit community. 100%. My guy. Champions League next season. We need a couple players. James Wood, Prowse and Konku. What do you think about Werner? I mean, and Konku, Wood, Prowse are welcome. Werner, stay at yard, broski. Just get Osman already, young, strong, attacking-minded. Get Al as well, should be cheaper, still on top form. Finally, please get Rafina. He's the next Alexis Sanchez. I don't know. I don't know if we're trying, bro. Nah, it's just transfer rumours. I don't know if we're trying. I don't know what Arsenal are or aren't doing, people. Um, 
Well, let's start now. Let's get into some of this really and truly. Let's start with some of the transfer rumours before. You know what? Let's start with Mikel Arteta's new contract, man. First things first. It is a priority, Bukayo Saka's contract. Or if it's not, someone needs a slap. When you look at Mikel Arteta, again, I still think we need to see where we finish. Because if we finish eighth for as good as it's been, we shouldn't. he shouldn't get it. When If he finishes in the top six, then I think he should probably get it. But let's run. Let's see what's going on for next season. If he gets top four, he's the first guy to do it since, you know, Wenger. So I think that's, that's been our goal. You deserve to be rewarded for that. You deserve a new deal. I like what Arteta is doing. I like what he's doing with the building blocks for the young players. I like, you know, the consistency with the team. I like the building blocks. Whether we're going to go in the right direction, I don't know. Because a lot of the things I'm saying, I saw in Arteta during his, since he's been here. But then it, it's, are we going to take it to the next level? And for me, it's, it's not even just Arteta. It's those above him. Like, again... I don't know if Edu is going to see out his time there because I think we need to get someone experienced there. When you see things like in January where we clearly had a plan with Vlahovic, he didn't bang, you know, and we agreed a deal with Arthur Mello, fair enough, but an experienced technical director gets something out of that January period. He gets something unknown for Arteta to work with. You know, I do think it could have been a real big push getting a number eight of some sorts or a, or, or a nine. Um, it is what it is, you know. I do think the bar, I do think, I'm not going to lie, people scapegoat Arteta, but I do also think the bar's on the floor in that some of the things he gets praised for were his own doing and his own mistakes. And I just feel when we lose, it's not even never him that gets questioned. When And for him, for me, signing a new deal could commit other people to sign their futures. You know, if you in an ideal world, he's committed his future. We've got Champions League football. This could tell people this is the place to be. And, you know, again, I do think it goes beyond football. I do think this is a good gig for Arteta to, with no real pressure. And I do, do think the board enjoy having a gaffer that doesn't have pressure. But, you know, it is what it is. Arsenal are set to offer Mikel Arteta a new three-year contract in the summer with a £25 million deal to include a pay rise to 8.3 a year, which will see the Spaniard earn the same amount as Arsene Wenger before he left the club, people. Um, Arsenal will reportedly offer boss Mikel Arteta a new three-year deal this summer in a bid to secure his long-term future at the Emirates. That's obviously a part of that is probably in line with what's going on with Pep Guardiola, mm -hmm. not that... If the City job became available, I, I don't know how Arteta would fare. I don't know if they would go for him. So, yeah, apparently the scum claim the 39-year-old is going to be handed a such deal by Arsenal once his deal that this campaign comes to an end probably will be tied up at the end of the year. The report claims that the contract will involve a yearly salary of £8.3 and a, an increase on the 3.3 from his current Five million a year salary, which is the same figure Arsene Wenger earned before he left. The wages, however, still fall short of Pep Guardiola. Um, his counterpart, Antonio Conte and Liverpool boss Klopp, both pack it around 15 million per year. So, well, if I'm Klopp, I'm sitting there and saying, Yo, look what I've done. First Premier League in 30 years, Champions League, and some change. Come on now, Conte boy. And obviously, if Arteta is laughing, you know, Arteta is laughing at the same time because if they were to sack him for any reason, obviously he's going to be, he's going to have longer on his deal. So it's a good job, man. He's doing a good job. Still think I'm not Arteta in or out. You know, I'm more of, I'd lean towards more the inside, but I'm not in Arteta in or out. I still need to be confirmed on a lot of stuff. I still think the jury's out in many aspects, but we're moving in the right direction. And, you know, again, I like what we're doing. It gives some stability and things. But again, 
I would like to see him surrounded by people better than him, in, in like people that can do better than him above him, really. Because I don't think for someone that's going to make mistakes and be inexperienced, I don't think he's surrounded for all the mistakes he can make in the criticism. I don't think he's surrounded by the right experience. I think on the coaching staff, you know, he's brought in the new set piece coach. He's got a couple other people, but where Edu's role is and whatnot, and I'm being a bit harsh on Eddie because I can't see it, but yeah, man. And obviously, we know in, in... I can't lie, they keep moving the reasons as to why he went America. You know, one minute it's to get this Aubameyang deal torn up, one minute it's for transfers, and then it's got new contracts and whatnot. It is what it is. Anyways, yeah, well, I'm not going to go over them same comments, but yeah, let's see if the sun echoes what we're saying. Arsenal set to offer Mikel Arteta same contract that Wenger was on in the final year, but less than Guardiola's. I mean, Marco, and you, you could have just said set to offer a new contract, stopped it there, stopped it here, and the clicks would have been there. But all right, cool, you need to pocket watch other people. Once again, he's got 16 months left on his contract. Apparently, Stan Kroenke is keen to emphasize his confidence in the Spaniard by sanctioning a, a new three-year agreement. And I mean, I, again, Kroenke, I know you don't care about football as much as you do with the NFL and stuff, but, you know, he saw what you done when you equipped a young manager there. Help him properly, man. You know, because maybe a better owner and a better dad this January. I don't know. But anyways, it is what it is, man. You know, please back the man properly is all I'd ask or, you know, because Arsenal, we do, we like to do this project thing where there's little bits and pieces, but we don't get through to the end. If you're not going to back him so that he's able to back his players, then we're all doing this for nothing, really and truly. So, yeah, it's just, it's just echoing what we're doing, really. So, yeah, good on, good, good on him. Edu is the one I'm leaning towards being out. And again, I'm harsh on Edu, but it's like, I don't I don't know what you do, it's, it, it, sort of thing. You have to deep the squad he inherited. I don't think this is that me. Whether or not you rate him as a manager, he's left the squad in a better state. Someone else can build on whether he will continue to improve. And that's true. But at the same time, you know, half the, you know, at the same time, he's picked the squad. You know, and at the same time, I can't praise a manager for coming in. As much as I agree with you, I can't praise a manager for making a club in a better health. It's the same like praising a manager for finding a system. It's like for me, it's almost like praising a praising praising a tradesman for being able to use a, a screwdriver. It, it comes with the with the territory, really. And as much as I believe that the last few periods or whatever, it's been his own mistakes that he's been rewriting. Really, you know, if I'm completely honest with you. But the squad is in a good place. And I have to not just give Arteta credit, even though I've been quite critical when they do. I have to give him credit as well because he's obviously helped with that. But as we've seen, you know, and the biggest thing for me, it's, you know, we've got the project. The young players are there. It's how far do you want to go? We've been here before where we kind of take two steps forward, 10 steps back, 20 steps forward, 10 steps back. So we, we, we start to mis we start to misunderstand we start to misplace movement for progress moving for the sake of moving forward isn't necessarily progress so yeah man i do think the club are betting more on arteta than they do and again i'm being harsh on it because i'm sure he's getting to work on the business in the summer you know again and if i was arteta again surely have to have been given some assurances i don't think you're a manager of that level yet but surely you've got to have been given some assurances to do your job and get arsenal back in the champions league and do whatever else you want to do so yeah we'll have to see what happens there man arteta does as well but there's obviously arteta fundamentally arteta is a manager he's been given a lot of the venga stuff he's got more 
responsibility than Veng than, than not Wenger, sorry, than Emre could have dreamed of. But at the same time, you know, how far does Arteta's job in transfers go? Arteta, I assume, you know, Edu might bring him a player and he'll say yes or no. Or historically they'll they'll collab collaborate together. But at some point it, Arteta has to go off and Edu has to go off and they do other things. You know, he identifies how far does it go for Arteta? He identifies a player He's, and he might talk to him and convince the player, but in terms of dotting I's, crossing T's and doing the business stuff, that's Edu and Edu's team. So that's as far as Arteta goes. And obviously, you've seen at times, there might be times when an experienced manager is able to tell a, a, a manager, a, an experienced technical director, so he's able to tell a manager, you know what, we can do this, we could do that. Maybe you shouldn't do this. Maybe you shouldn't give this guy a new deal because that could happen. And like I said, in January, I'm being harsh, but I might be able to pull a rabbit out the hat. I think you, you can go two ways. You either have an experienced technical director and an inexperienced manager, or you have the other version, or you have what we have, which is two of them. And I'm being harsh on Eddie, but it is what it is. Of course, Arteta's involved in the transfers and things like that. You're 100% right, man. Been here this whole time. Hope everyone's doing good. Smash the like. Sandro, come on, big up yourself. And like he said, smash them like. So let's hope there's building blocks. But such is life in football, man. It is what it is. It is what it is. He could sign a new deal and there could be pressure, but... It's a results-driven business. I do think, on one hand, you know, all we hear is the building blocks he's installing, everything around the club, the way the players talk, the need for stability. I can't sit there and say, don't give him a new deal. But for me, as much as I agree with it and I lean towards it, the sort of, that different side of me to play devil's advocate, it's a results business. Are we giving man a new deal based on the narrative or the facts? Now, internally, I don't think this season is relevant for Arsenal, whether they're going to give him a new deal or not. So if they think all of the things he's doing, cool. But to me, as an ignorant fan, it's a results business. Back-to-back -back eight finishes. If you do not finish top four to top six, there shouldn't really be a deal. You could say that could be known as rewarding failure sort of thing. So it, it, it is it is what it is. And I feel the narrative, you know, I do think the club have been consistent with they probably wanted to give this guy the deal since August. But are we going to give someone a deal for narrative? Because Arsenal allegedly are back, we're favourites for top four, all of these things. And it, that's very different from it saying Man City, Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal, full 38 games in May. So we'll have to see really and truly. We'd have to see. But it, it gives stability, you know, it gives stability. Why not? Let's see what happens really. And for Arteta, he, he's laughing if they try to sack him. It makes your it makes your thing thing better. And I know a lot of people, including me, say the board don't want new managers. Like managers that half the, you know, when we're linked with Carlo, when we're linked with Enrique, half of these guys, they it, it, there was a theme in that they wanted to come. Once it got down to the I's and T's, they weren't on it. And I think Arteta, because he hasn't had a managerial job, you know, he can obviously... You know, it's of mutual interest for him, but at the same time, but at the same, but at the same time, you know, if he's getting, you know, if he's getting, if he's getting that much money, then the club must be betting on him. They're paying him a hell of a lot, really, three year period. So, let's say, let's include this as well. This three years he signed the deal, and this year, that's a four year, that's a four year deal, really, and a four year pro project. What, what are we trying to be at the end of year four? Now, I hope it's aspiring to fight for the league, etc., etc., etc. But I don't know. Really and truly. So we'll have to see, man. But I think it's a good decision, but I just think it's premature. I do think we should wait until the end of the season before dotting I's and crossing T's, which could be the case, really. And you know, it could it could obviously help. It could obviously it could obviously help bring in players. Cause you could say, Why would I if I was a mat player, not that you know, players and managers leave all the time. You shouldn't always want to sign somewhere because of the manager or because of the player players there. 
But if I'm a player, just to play devil's advocate, you might go, oh, he's contracted until 2023. Arsenal are a bit volatile in a volatile situation. Do I want to go there? Or if you're Saka and Martinelli and these guys that were trying to convince to sign a new deal, do we want to sign a new deal if Arteta might not be here? Who else? I don't know. Pardon me. I think, you know, you, you, it goes bigger than that, but it is what it is, man. Long may it continue. Arteta's got a lot he can improve and a lot of question marks, but it's going in the right direction, man. So... That's that on the on the new contract stuff. When we are favourites, we don't get the job done. It's too early. Let me know your opinion. It's too early to give Arteta the same cash Wenger got. He lacks the trophies and experience. Rookie mistakes of overpaying again, Arsenal. Arteta is that guy. People smash the likes. You man are taking the pee. Don't want Overmars anytime. See, I don't think Overmars has been linked with this role. Feel like if we got Overmars, things would run way smoother. I based on what Overmars is, listen, I think he has to stay away from this club. Arteta doesn't deserve a new deal. He should be sacked. A bit harsh to call for him to be sacked. We sacked a manager after finishing fifth in Europa League final. True. To finish eighth twice and now out of Europe for the first time in 25 years. When you look at that, it is true. There is a bit of variables which we've been through that makes that a bit not fair. But in short, that is the lazy truth. Like, I can't deny it. I can't deny that. Agree, Edu needs to be heavily scrutinised if we don't sufficiently improve the squad. And it's on Arteta as well. Don't get it twisted. Arteta's, you know, because if I'm if I'm finding things to criticise about Arteta, I'm still not happy with the midfield pivot. If we get Champions League football again, Jack is your guy, party's done all right. But you're going to learn a harsh lesson with that midfield pivot, really and truly. You know, I still want to see a striker. He's still letting Eddie and Ketier and Lacazette just, well, mainly I'm more, Lacazette, we've made peace with it, but just the fact that Eddie's just freestyling here, I don't want to see any more of that. If I'm really harsh, you know, you gave Aubameyang a new deal, tore it up. You gave William a big deal, tore it up. So there's things that you could improve in yourself. No one's perfect. Unless you're a Premier League winning manager and whatnot, then these are the things that are going to surround you. And at the same time, I do feel even myself, I praise Arteta for a lot of things you should be able to do as a manager anyways. And, you know, we all knew the job that was coming into this wasn't the Ritz. I do think at times for as much as there's variables that Arteta cannot be blamed for, there's certain problems he's brought on himself and Edu. Yeah, man. What a weird guy, man. Said F you. I don't swing that way, man, but I'm sure your dad does. Boy, what a brazy guy. Inflation is now over 5% in the UK. Could be more next year. So a three-year deal is not worth that much in terms of money. All right. I still know they're going to have to give him some compensation package. Bro, why for that dog? Trust me. Hey, why for them boy there? But, I mean, his dad's on some Philip Schofield thing. It's not my fault, boy. I don't... Listen, everyone's free to do what they want, bro. In fact, your mom's probably got two left breasts. I'm not on it still. In fact, breast, breast life matters. Bring them. Bring him, man. I know she got the chocolate nipples. Hey, let me chill out. Let me chill. You know, hey, 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 hey. Don't let them get you. Don't let them get you. I feel like Luis Suarez when he when he had to tell himself not to bite people, man. Therefore, there's no homophobia. What are you talking about? Chill out forever trying to say that. As I always say, people can, whether they're gay, straight, whatever, people can do whatever they like. You know, like my man's dad, don't suggest that. Come out of here, man. Because you know, you never, definitely not cancelling me for that shit. We never said nothing like that. 
I literally said, if that's what his dad likes, he could do his thing. No, it's not to me. That's not the team I'm playing for. <laughs> and like you as well, you're free to do whatever you want. Never, ever, 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 ever. Get out of here, man. Can't play around with them thing there before you know, you know DG's homophobic and all of this. Allow it. No one said that. Man just said he wants to F me. I said, if your dad swings that way, it's cool. We're Donnies, man. We're Donnies, man. This is why you just block and delete, man, quickly. Anyways, moving on with the non-weirdos. I can't lie. This is why, man, prefer Twitch, you know. The, the weirdos ain't really here. I don't know where it is with YouTube, man. It's like people just get so mad how hard when they say, oh, delude is live. Oh, I'm going to say some weird shit now on his live. Crazy, but anyways, big up you lot, man. Anyways, man, let's move on. Let's get into this Rafina, Jao, Felix, all these things now. Getting horny thinking of these signings, you know, I, I can't like, I could imagine Rafina, Brazil bias doing his thing on the right hand side, Jao Felix is my sort of player, you know, whoever we was talking about yesterday, we could have been a brazy one, but at the same time, reality is, I don't know, Rafina, I like him, but is he a striker or a centre mid? Neither one. This is where I look at it. I'm not saying we don't need a winger. I'm not saying I wouldn't take him. I've, I've said if we could deal with a centre mid and a striker first, I'm on signing a winger and all these other things. But I need both of them, which he's not. Zhao Felix, again, can play up front, can play on the flanks, can play as a 10, you know, potential, all of these sort of baller would take him. I don't know if we're going to pay the outfit outlay that Atletico paid. I don't know if Atletico prepared to take a hit and ask how far Arsenal are willing to extend. I don't know what we're doing. Really, 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 and truly dead. But yeah, man, it just see it just seems like paper talk. I would say for Jao Felix, you need to go and play in another team, really, that attacks. Jao Felix as a false nine would be a lot, it'd be messed. But again, I can't lie, I'm all for that. But I need the luxury of some games just playing a normal number nine. You know, I think Arsenal need that really and truly. I don't know how much he's gonna cost. I don't think we're paying 120. I don't know how far we're prepared to go and how far. How much of a hit better yet Atletico Madrid are willing to take? I don't know, really and truly. It just you could see it wasn't gonna bang for him. Where is it? Where is these rumors? I mean, that's oh, Mikel Arteta. Uh, where's Rafino? There's that. Sorry, folks. I'm just making sure we've got everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do, we do, we do. Let's share the screen. Let's share the screen. One love to the 300 of you locked in. Start with how Felix. Arsenal want Atletico star Jao Felix as Mikel Arteta looks to bolster attacking options, but Gunners will need to pay close to 120 million as La Liga Giants look to recoup initial fee. Now, if he's going to be the false nine and press and whatnot, all right, cool. You know, you could have him and Martinelli, but I do think while these lot are still young players, trials and tribulations and whatnot, I do think you need an experienced man. So you're going to give Laka a new deal or you're going to make a cut price, sign a cut price Laka replacement. For me, I can't lie. If you bring in Jonathan David and Jao Felix, I'll accept it. Ideally, I would like Osman and Jonathan David or someone and Jonathan David. I wouldn't like just Jonathan David. I don't think he's right ready right now to be the only guy. But Arsenal said to... And we've got to be wary. We're getting linked with Bear Man and we, we know how the script goes. 23 goals in 100 games during his time at, at Atletico. You know, you're an attacking man. You're playing for a defensive team. You're never really going to excel like that. Um... Arsenal are said to be interested in Atletico attacker Jao Felix. We're looking for a new striker after Aubameyang's departure. Atletico Madrid are willing to sell, but only if they can recoup some of the initial fee. And there are some other reports, people, um, saying, Thingy, 
that uh what was I going with this? Say, saying that Atletico feel they can only get their money back by selling him to an English club, in which you know there's a Portuguese contingent at contingent at Manchester United. You could see, you know, they're playing each other tonight, people, where you could maybe Cristiano Ronaldo has a little conversation with his fellow countrymen, his younger countrymen, and get and gets thing and gets things done. You know, again, Liverpool he's been linked with recently, City he's been linked with recently, Chelsea. Again, they'll be signing another player that can do a lot of things, but you don't exactly know what it necessarily is and and whatnot, man. You man are onto it. Man said 120 million is a joke. No one's paying that. Let's sort out the pipes and foundations of the house first before getting flat screen TV. Surely we have to see a new midfielder before anything. Trust Arsenal 120 million do not go hand in hand, cheap Charlie's. Wouldn't pay past 60 million for him, and even that's a stretch. I think that's a stretch, but fair play. Felix can't play in the eight. Appreciate you, Luke. Great content as always. Love the consistency. I love your consistent support, man. 120. I was just sick. 70, 80 million max. Would you take Felix and Origi? Arsenal are said to be interested in Atletico Madrid striker Yao Felix as Mikel Arteta looks to strengthen his attacking options in the next transfer window. As you know, we're looking for a striker. Eddie Nketiah, Lacazette are busting out. Balogun at some point next season is going to be the only Don that's there. RIP Jamal Edwards as well a million times. Yao Felix has three goals and three assists in La Liga this season and could be a potential option for Arteta, but the Gunners may be forced to splash the cash. And the thing is, we can't. who do we sell to raise funds? According to this, apparently the Gunners have got their eyes on the Portuguese forward and could be prepared to make a bid in the summer. Eduardo Inda, you know, Arsenal journalists called Eduardo, don't have the best track record, really, or, or people commenting on stuff. Jao Felix is a very good player. Arsenal won him. Of course, we want very good players. Diego Simeone, if he continues, he wants to bring in Valencia striker Gonzalo Ganides. His objective is to change Felix for Gazidez. I don't know how he's going to pronounce his name, but that's a fellow Portuguese man as well, ironically. The problem that Atletico has is that he costs 120 million euros and recovering it is something that can only be done if he's sold to the Premier League. As you know, he joined for 120 million. He scored 15 goals in his, in his first campaign. We've got to remember, the man's 22. I do think he's in. Do you know what? I would be on it, not for the price, but I'd be on it because I do think him playing for Atletico I said I've, we've spoken about this guy generally a lot of times. I do think it's probably improved him as an all-rounder because it's a different style. Attacking man playing in a defensive thing, he's going to learn a lot, in it? Ironically, you're going to need that at Arsenal because Arteta's on all of that. So that would help us. Undoubtedly, though, you know, he's never been in a mad creative team like that that's been unlocked. So, again, we haven't seen the man's potential. But I don't think this is going to happen purely because the fees. You know, what are they prepared to take? Are they prepared to take 60 and take a hit? I don't know. Are they prepared to take 80? How are Arsenal going to run that? You know, if we can run it to them like we did for Pepe, where it's some mad variable stuff, why not? But it is what it is. I would love to have him, but is he a striker at eight? No. So, can we fix them things first and then look to do that but saying that if this is the first man that arrives in the summer am i gonna sit here and cry of course not uh this is ainsley maitland now he's not having the and again maybe a part of that could be to raise fees we were speaking about edu you know we know Torreira. again i don't want to say it's an assurance but Torreira is probably going to sign for fiorentina and if not because of his form we'll do all right you know maybe we shouldn't have given a permanent deal more or less for guendozi because we might have been a, he's having a good year at marseille mavropanos will be joining stuttgart 
Then you've got Bellerin, Ainsley Maitland-Niles, Leno, contracted until 2023, where you need to know what you're doing. We know Leno's going to keep it moving, but get it done, isn't it? Ainsley hasn't put himself in the shop window at Roma. We hope, I hope that somehow Wolves or Everton give us a little 15 or something in the summer for him, considering his contract. I hope so. Again, we've also been linked with, you know, previously contracted until 2023 and Telemans, Basuma, Ruben Neves, Douglas Luiz. Again, could he be used potentially in a make weight to, to, to bring the price down or any of these things? I don't know. Maybe Ainsley might even still have a future because there's a, hardly going to be any midfielders here. You might have a role as a squad player, which I don't think you're keen on. You know, he only made two starts under Arteta. He wanted to move. He got his move. He's made six appearances in Serie A. That ain't done anything, really. He's not impacted at all. Ainsley ain't that guy. He will fit in. He won't stand out. I don't know what you lot, what you lot thought you was going to get. Apparently, he has shown technical limitation, but people want him to start for Arsenal Football Club week in, week out in the fucking middle of our park. He's, he's smoking something special. So, I hope he does all right, but I don't know how you... Are you going to be able to find a club for him, for Bellerin? I don't know if these guys are... are start, I'm not watching Batiste week in, week out. Bellerin's doing all right, but I don't know if he's, you know, doing a Mazza. If anything, it's Torreira for me. So, again, we need to know how we're selling them. At what point, you know, at what point does the amount of our players that were able to sell affect who we can bring in, really? You know, I know we freed up some wages, had to pay, but free up Kalajanac's and Abamian's wages. A couple of other people will be off the wage books as well. So there is, you know, Lacazette earns significant amount of money. So there'll be more fees and funds and whatnot to manipulate and play around with. But it all depends what we're on. Is this the same? This is the same article. Sorry, people. We've been linked with Rafina, people. Would love it. Now, where I look at this with a pinch of salt, Deco, who is his agent, former player, they're on busting out and going anywhere. You know, he talks up his client. He's been linked with us. He's been linked with United. West Ham tried to buy him. He's spoken about, they've spoken up his chances of joining elsewhere. Leeds wanting to sign a new deal. You know, we've got to look at it with a pinch of salt. Rafina, I'm on it. You know, we need a striker. He's not that. He can probably play up there, but he's not that. But I'm on it. You know, he would challenge Saka on a position on the left, on the right, sorry. He could be a problem on the left. He can actually play behind the striker. I'm on it. You know, Brazilian bias, mad skills, can get better and better. You know, see a bit of Jota in him in the sense of these are men that you could take from these clubs. They will grow in your team and do a thing like that. More for it. Right age profile as well. What's he, 24, 25? Right age profile as well. All the how long is he contracted for and how long do they want him did they want him we've got to look at this with a pinch of salt because anything arsenal get linked with especially when someone's in contract talks there's issues just the other day we was linked with calvin phillips of leeds another one linked with contract talks and staying at leeds so you got to check look at these things with a pinch of salt but you know and conky's just getting better and better they're saying 70 odd for him as well Arsenal have joined the race for Leeds winger Rafina, according to reports, but the Gunners have plenty of work to do if they are to complete a transfer this summer. That's because the North London club are just one of several teams interested in exploring a deal for the Brazilian international. Good players are wanted by everyone. Now, you know, if you want him, try your best to convince him. If you convince him, fair play. If not, it is what it is. I would have thought, before getting dyers, I would have thought, yep, Liverpool are on to you. And, you know, I can't lie, I used to watch Renz a lot. I never watched him and thought, you're the guy, I can't cap. But this is the funny thing about football. You know, Leeds paid just 17 million for him. And when you look at 17 for this, you look at what whatever Reading got paid for Elise, say there's a couple smart clubs about to make some peace. 
Leeds paid just 17 million for the forward on transfer deadline day in August 2020. Two years later, he might be left gone. He's gone on to become a fan favourite. As they've said, he's got trickery, samba skills, ruthless finishing. And I think he's got that um, that chip on his shoulder, that positive chip on his shoulder. Um, his, his value apparently is around 50 million. Leeds are keen to open contract talks with Rafina. He would like to wait until the end of the season before discussing his future. According to this journalist, Chelsea, Barca, Bayern Munich are all onto him. But, you know, Bayern Munich, I think they could easily clap you. Barca would be a good signing, but I don't know if you're a priority. Chelsea, I don't know if a wide man's the priority. Um, apparently, he's also under consideration with Arsenal seemingly open to strengthening on the flanks. I would be as well. I only want players, if we're going to buy wingers, buy wingers that can improve us and are better than what we have. And, I mean, he's better than Pepe. He can challenge Saka. Like, he can complicate what we've already got going on the left-hand side. Why not? The same report references two important clauses in Rafinha's current lease contract. His release clause is said to be at around 62 million. A fee Leeds are likely to demand in order to agree to a sell. Furthermore, should Leeds be relegated from the Premier League, Rafinha could be up for grabs for as little as 20 million. Anyone want Leeds to go down now? That's bad, man. That's because of a relegation clause allegedly written into his, his contract. Although that figure would still prove a snip for any potential suitors, Leeds would still obviously make a profit, really. Arsenal will be cautious of ensuring they continue their excellent recent recruitment record. Edu has worked hard to rectify the club's mistakes in the market after previously spending a whopping 72 club. It's not 72 million it's, it's if he hits all of that. Well, it is what it is. Rafina would be a better signing than that. I'm on that. I'm so on that, but... I can't see it because our priority, you know, I, I again, I don't know, but I would like us to bring a midfielder and a striker in first and then move away from that. It is what it is. Where is, I had something else to speak about as well. One second, people. I'm still here, of course. Where is it, man? I mean, uh, I don't advocate dreaming, in it. I mean, half of these transfers are dreaming. Like I always say, don't shoot the messenger. We just talk about the transfer rumours and then what shall be, shall be, in it. But I don't like to dream. But there is one man I want to dream, dream of returning, you know, similar to how Man United fans were with Paul Pogba. You know, him returning might be different, but it don't seem like there's progress being made over Serge Gnabry's contract. I know we're not signing him, but if it could be done, a meeting between... My man and, and and Gnabry's representatives took place on the 2nd of February. An agreement could, couldn't could be reached. Both parties are still far from each other. Gnabry's extension is getting complicated. And this is poetic justice. Do you know, even if you don't come for Arsenal, because of the way you lot got him on some snaky, booky thing and Wenger tried to say, I hope you lot lose him. Gnabry wants to be in the same wage category as Sane and Coleman between 15 and 20 million euros per year. Chelsea and Tottenham have shown interest. <laughs> I do think there's every chance of him going to Chelsea. I, yeah, I know there's Conte there. I don't think there's any chance of him going there, man. You know, the closest you're going to get to him is Doherty. I'll hold my head. I'll, 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 I'll eat humble pie if that's the case. But Gennabry likes London. I like London. You should like London. you got a lot of money. Come and like London at Arsenal. You know, I'm sure you still you still know your local pub, your local calf. Come home, Gennabry, man. Come home. Fuck it, Bellerin can stay just because of you as well. Nonetheless, the relationship between Bayern and Gnabry's agent is still good. More talks are to take place. Gnabry does not want to leave Bayern this summer in any case and could leave on the free in 2023, a scenario that Bayern want to prevent at all costs. An agreement is still expected to be reached and is the most likely outcome at the moment. So, yeah. Operation Bring Gnabry Home. 
It's a dream, but it's a myth. Zhao Felix. Can Nambri return? I mean, the man can dream, man. Just going to buy him back on FM. In fact, to be fair, on football manager, they don't even rate Gnabry too high. His numbers that he puts up in the game are a bit meaty still. But nonetheless, that's the transfer thing. Is what it is, man. Well, see, lot saying. Did you see David Folio against Chelsea? In my opinion, kind of still. I mean, it's a bit harsh, you know. If your midfield's not going to be in the game, if you're going against a back three against three top centre halves, you're going to be in problems. As I said, I would take him from everything I've seen. I think his general play is improved. I would take him in the squad, but I don't. He would have to make himself the main guy. I'm not going to buy him to be the main guy because I don't know if he's got it in him. I think he shields the ball well, drops into midfield, wins some important fouls. I think he wins a, a lot more headers than I thought. I think he, he one thing I like, he'll take a shot. Like there was against Chelsea, it's not a highlight, but there was one effort. He banged it from outside the area. It was a meaty shot, but he. You could see that it was a chance that it's one of them. You see it, you do it. And for me, that's what I call doing the right things. I like, I think he's an intelligent guy, but yeah, man, I wouldn't bring him to be the main don. I do think he could definitely play Premier League football. I do think he'd be an asset in a squad. I just don't think you'd be the don I'd be relying on until you show me something else, really and truly. I like what I saw. Obviously, if anyone stole the show or looked like they're on a different level to their teammates yesterday, it was Renato Sanchez, really, with some of the cute passes and whatnot. He looked like a don that was playing for a movie. He's like, you know what? I like living in London. Tottenham, Chelsea, Arsenal, you man, Holland, me, Palace as well. If not, I'm going to go do the Milan thing. Person is what he looked like. He's cool. Watch Newcastle splash 150M for Felix. <laughs> I hear it. There's no way we're paying 120 million for one player, especially for a player who plays a position we're not lacking for a straight paper talk. Buying Felix is getting a plate full of caviar when you don't have food in your fridge. I would say when you ain't got no plates or, or cutlery. Arsenal claimed they could afford Haaland. I don't know where I saw that, but fair enough. Felix, who your boy, Adinyemi, bring my boy. Bring my boy. Felix is hard, but he don't really address what we need. That's us, isn't it? And maybe Arsenal were back. You don't remember when they used to be? We used to need centre-halves. We needed defensive mid. So we'd get into we'd get into the summer and say, do you know what? What are we going to do? Let's sign another number 10 or technically gifted player. Maybe we are back. What do you think about Morata links? I mean, I would have taken it on loan. I don't think he's bad, but yeah, it's not inspiring. Pepe would cook in that Atletico team. How? Pepe ain't gonna cook there. What meal is that? He's bugging out, man. Let's not get Felix, please. I'd rather Lacar overdoing it, but fair enough. Felix, a jack of all trades, master of none. For want of better phrases, yeah, he's one. Of, there's bare of these modern day players where they can play everywhere. You don't really know what they are at this moment in time. Like for me, I think he'd be better. He'd be elite with a free row in the team, man. But again, you know, I don't think he's going to play that. Hear this, Barca not too, so long ago finished paying off Liverpool for Coutinho, boy. Would rather sign three times four, three 40 million pound players for money. Squad's thin. Eddie did say we're building the squad than by signing superstars. But he also said last summer we might sign the whole leap of players we did. But in the next few ones, we'll sign one or two. So if it's a quality over quantity thing, could be doing that. 
Can't lie, a front three of Martinelli, Felix, Saka with Odegaard and Smith for advanced eights does sound intriguing. Yeah, it sounds great in Disneyland and it will work. But in terms of trying to consistently get top four and whatnot, you need many variables and it's not ugly enough, you know. When it's time to defend long balls or, or whatnot, yeah, they might be able to break down a low block unit, but we need some tugs. We need a bit of variety, man. DG, how's it like being at the Emirates? Been to London, but never got to see again. Can't lie, seeing the boys live is a life goal for me. Should do it. I can't lie. It's it, it, it's improved a lot. You know, I'm not going to lie. The atmosphere has improved a lot. There'd be a time you'd stand up and scream and shout and whatnot. And other people would think you look at you like you're a bit mad. But it's a magical place to be when it's rocking, man. Therefore, when you should do, really. I do think probably you might be hyping up the experience in your head. But that's maybe because I'm an ignorant Londoner that has the benefit of living, well... Five minutes away from the Tottenham ground, I wouldn't say that's a benefit. Twenty minutes away from from Arsenal's. I can see him going to Bayern if Gnabry leaves. Is that would be good? I would want Rafinha if that means Pepe's leaving. Otherwise, no. Don't want to play for a position that's not a priority. Rafina makes my blood go to that special place. <laughs> All right, too much information, team, man. I love to see. Nice to know he excites you like that, man. <laughs> Sandra, you're moving, man. Moving, man. Do you see what Romano said about Saka? I would put it in the chat, but it won't let me due to how long the quote is. I mean, I see it vaguely where he said, you know, Saka's happy, talks will start at the end of the season. Kind of stuff we kind of knew, man. Wenger's masterclass sending Gnabry to the Bundesliga on a seven-year loan to develop into a world-class player. <laughs> oh, man, if you don't laugh, you'll cry. Big up, Rochelle. You've been goals for a second. Reckon we'll get one marquee sign in the summer. Here's hoping that we'll be in a position that we actually need. I ain't going to lie. I hear you. But when it comes to marquee signing, as long as they're wavy, I, I, you know, if you bring me, I don't know, we just signed the wavy centre-half, I'll be gassed. Like, and fundamentally, I want the right, I want the right players, but... It's been a long time since I've been gassed about signing a football club. Nah, I'm not on the Andre Silva hype, man. I'm not on that at all, man. Felix got that Havarts gene. I have a sneaky feeling that Arteta is not going to get a striker. Hey, Els, lesser that, lesser that. We need it. We need it. Stop that, man. Stop that. Martinelli and Balogun as nines, and he's going to sell Pepe. Nelson, Jacques, and Ainsley make the nails to get a new eight and a winger. I, I hope that's not. I hope that's not the case, man. I mean, sometimes I wish I was never at the Emirates. You lot make me feel bad now. Do you know how many times I've been in? I swear, but I'm not coming back. You know, like there was that period on the Emirates where we was just losing. Every, I think around the time when Jacques told fans to f off, we were just getting smacked every game. It just felt like being in a pantomime. I remember Palace cop blocking us, Southampton doing sack frustrating us. I'm sure Wolves. I'm sure I was at a Leicester game once upon a time where they, they flopped us as well. Most frustrating game for me is probably Southampton versus us. I think it was that season Ozil could have got 20 league goals, but we that was one frustrating match. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Ignore me at your peril. You sound like Paul, man. Chill out, Paul, bro. You sound like you're going to do a massage. Relax, man. Big up yourself, Miss Melina. I hope you're doing well and safe. Paul, what's wrong with you? Here's your attention. You got it, man. You know, 
you want me to sign your shirt as well? Run downstairs and tell mommy and daddy that DG replied to me, man. Big up, DG. What's your thoughts on Anthony at Ajax if Pepe out the door? I mean, I would love Anthony. He's allowed to come. And again, he's allowed to arrive. A Brazilian bias. Come on. He's playing wavy. He's doing wavy things. He said he's open. It seems like United are onto him the most. So I don't know, man. I think we should keep Xhaka. He's genuinely a good player. Shouldn't be a starter, though. But that's the problem. Bro, Paul, I don't love you, bro. You're a weird dude, bro. Like, I hope you're happy with the attention, but fuck you, bro. Like, you're some weird shit. You're moving like them Arsenal fans. One minute Arteta's the guy, then he's not the guy. One minute Cedric's shit, and then Cedric's decent. Priority is fourth place. Really, how the mighty have fallen. Paul, another comment of yours, man. Bro, not moving like a villain, just moving like some weird brother. <laughs> but I'm scared of you lot, car. You lot are the, probably the duns. When I walk into Sainsbury's and shit, you lot see me every day and don't say a word. That stuff's scary, man. I remember I was walking through a park and then I see one comment on, on YouTube like, oh, I saw you in the park. But I was like, bro, why you say walk on then? Like, you say someone wants to line you. Like, come on, man. How much would you pay for Ganabri? Oof. Let's start the bidding at 50, 60, get, you know, get the get the get the mouth wet by Bayern Munich, see what's going on, see what can be done around there. Hopefully Gnabry does his does does his more, does the best. I think we'll be overpaying 70 because he's got a year left on his deal, but that's probably as far as I'm gonna go. But Gnabry's not even I can't lie, when I watch Bayern Munich of recent, Gnabry's not really been hitting the levels that he could hit and has hit previously in a Bayern shirt. He, he, saying that, you know. That shows how good he is because, again, he's got 10 goals in 23, 50, a hand in 15 in 23, five goals, five goals, 10 assists. Um, so he's doing his thing, ain't bagged in the last three, so it's all right. And Bundesliga, he's got 63 goals in 160. Obviously, you've got to add a bit of a, of a, of a Bundesliga tax, especially for these Love Island youths. So, by my calculations, that's about I don't even know, there is no calculations, but yeah, man, give them what they want. Bro, them dons are scary, bro. Let's get over 200 likes. One year left, more like 30 to 50. I mean, 35, they're going to laugh at you, man. He won't come, but we're allowed to dream, man. Give me another quality centre mid for the squad and a quality striker. I'll be happy in the summer. Same. Same, man. I right, crypto nerd, big up yourself. One love to you lot. All the comments are coming. I appreciate that. I hope so. First position to sort, central midfield. You build a house from the foundations up. I would say central midfield. Because at worst, I would like my team to be kind of like City, which for obvious reasons we can't be, where you've got a functioning system where you can say, all right, cool, there's no striker. Or kind of like Chelsea, where there's a functional system, there's no striker. With us, it's functioning depending on who we play or what game it is. So I'd say centre mid slash striker first. Striker is undoubtedly important. And our, the striker needs to get sorted out because it's our first defender. Same way Ramsdale's our first attacker. So for different reasons, you've got to manoeuvre for one of them either. I'd probably say up front because in Arteta's head, I don't think he really wants that Xhaka replacement or that guy to push Xhaka out of the team. So maybe the forward. But between them two, man, without a doubt, then obviously you've got to start to look at a backup right back and all these things. Elise is a very, a very, very good talented player. I think he's, he's best, you know, stay at, you just got to Palace. Stay there, make a bit of history, get your name up a bit and your move, the move will happen. Really? 
If you're a Chelsea fan, apparently they'll be allowed to wear their gold club World Cup badge on their shirts for the rest of the season after the Prem allowed their request, people. So, if you're a Chelsea fan, it just gets better and better, doesn't it? Where else have we got? As a South African, I would have loved to have been at the Emirates at least once. It will happen, man. But then again, I feel sorry for them, for foreign fans, man. I see one brother, he's like, I just I come from Jamaica and we got rubbed out. Like, it kills me when you like, have to come over here and it gets rubbed out. Like, I want all of you lot to watch a win. The worst. In fact, I'd rather you lot watch a defeat than a nil-nil. Because, I mean, come on now, man. Nil. I remember I used to have a record and then I went to start going to too many games. I used to have a record of never, ever, ever, ever being through a nil-nil. And then, yeah, man. For you, Elise or Eze, I, I mean, Eze is a former gunner, but I just think Elise is the one for me. I think people gas Eze a bit. I think he's talented in that. Don't get twisted. I think he, he can do a thing, but I just think Elise is the one. Maybe it's because I preed a lot of him at Reading. I fell in love with his footballing style um, during the Toulon tournament where he played for France. You know, it'd be interesting to see who has his international future because he's been playing youth football for France. He must have been capped by England at youth level. I'm sure there must, you know, at least they must have one, two other countries in him. Marcus Lorente from Madrid is class. Sounds good. Also, do you think Pepe will become the player we thought we were buying? I feel like he's getting there. He's getting there, but psh, until you get that number eight, I don't think there's much we can do, really. I don't, I think there's a lot Pepe needs to, I say Pepe, Partey, sorry, needs to answer for off his own back. But at the same time, like, it's like we, even with Pepe, it's like Arsenal, our problem has been, unlike last summer, even Odegaard last January, it's like we signed, man, and we're like, you know what, you're good players, figure it out. We don't normally, now it looks like there's a plan really for people. So let's hope there's, there, there's something, man. Let's hope so, man. I, I need to do my FPL team as well. Doesn't seem like there's anything else. Jonathan David, oh, they are a bit harsh. Jonathan David scored a free in the French paper for his performance against Chelsea. Bit harsh. Bit hot. Bullied by Thiago Silva throughout in a performance that again highlighted how tricky it might be for him to play in the lone striker long term at a high level. Didn't manage a shot on target in 80 minutes. Bit harsh, but yeah, man, you know, it's hard to lead the line on your J's, bit like Martinez as well. Actually, I have Arsenal versus Katyarabag, nil nil. I thought worst game of football I've watched. What, Paul, all that verbal when you're a Chelsea fan? Hey, fuck off out of here, man. I don't have to. I thought, you know, he's an Arsenal, he's on some weird shit, but he's an Arsenal fan. Let me lie, you're a Chelsea twat. Get out of here, man. Hell out of here, know you at your own peril. Shut up, man. Hope you, man, lose on Sunday. Shut up, man. Get out of here, man. I don't care where you grew up, man. Like, fam. Anyways, good morning. Big up yourself, Carl. Good morning, DG. Would you prefer Telemans plus Tony? Who's Tony? Or Nevers plus David? Who's Tony? My brain's working a bit slow. Who's Tony? Oh, oh, shit. Ivan Tony. Sorry. Nevers and David. Bro, I can't lie. Oh, when Gilberto Silva says him, we take it in. But when we're talking about it, Matias Nunes is allowed to come to this carpet. Just like Pedro Gonalves. Big up D as well. Big up DG. Half term is killing me. My kids are trying a madness. I'm going to send them to Mikel Arteta to deal with them. I'll make some homework, man. Some chores and shit. Hey, big up the kiddies, them, man. 
I, I shouldn't need, shouldn't half term be done. As I said, I swear it was last week. I, the kids, maybe it's different wherever you live in it, but the kids next door and whatnot, they're not making bare noise. Every week there's 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 half term and that man. School time really is the best time, you know. These unemployed kids get bare time off and shit. There should be half term school and all them things there, man. You're right, man. There should be half term school. There should be chore school. There should well, you do your times table. I can't wait. I'm going to fully be one of them parents, boy. I remember my dad used to say to me, your head's hurting because you're not doing your homework. I get it now. I get it now. I fully understand it now. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways, man. What else are you lot saying, people? Obviously, don't forget, we're playing Wolves tomorrow as well. I'm doing a watch along for that. Again, the transfer news is the transfer news. It's not really anything... I mean, I'm getting excited, though. I can't lie, man. I'm getting excited. I'm getting excited. I mean, Vlahovic scored in 32 seconds in the champion in his Champions League debut. That doesn't even jar me. Oh, let me see what other Arsenal news is up here. What's come out in the last hour? I mean, Martinelli said Spence is the toughest guy he's played against. Uh, yesterday, Abamian said Tyrone Mings is the toughest guy. You know, was the toughest guy he played against. Odegaard's done a life in football thing. We're getting linked with Nkonku again. Not really linked. His name's just getting dropped. Tottenham are interested in Gnabry. About that. Allegedly, 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 Barcelona are joining Real Madrid in scouting Kieran Tierney. Boy, I've missed I've missed having decent players, man, that are actually wanted by people in Europe, man. When last was our players linked with them, man? Dear? Allegedly, West Ham are to ward off Arsenal and Tottenham interest in Ben Johnson with two-year contract extension. Are we interested in him? Swear down. The 22-year-old steady Eddie been doing his thing, really and truly. Apparently, you know, he's drawn interest from Arsenal and Tottenham following his performances against Tottenham, Liverpool and Chelsea, among other things. And he has done all right since he's gone up and it'll be a good look for him. First and foremost, I love to see people getting rewarded more with wages and whatnot. But I'm not too sure I believe in such people, really and truly. He is one of the fullbacks that, you know, England have a lot of fullbacks. You know, James Justin, Max Ahrens, Livermento, Spence. These lot are probably many more, probably unlucky that. You know, you've got Trent and Reese James, and even Reese James is un unlucky at this moment that Trent is there. I know Arteta, not Arteta, uh, Gareth Southgate tried his, I don't know what he was smoking them times. He tried to rub Trent Alexander-Arnold out of the of, of, of England international duty for some weird reason, but it is what it is where that's concerned, people. I don't know what to believe in that one. Sorry, people just making a timestamp. What's the time as well? 56. You're done now. Why don't we try Valverde? Well, we actually, there's a there's a picture of Valverde in an Arsenal shirt, if you remember rightly, you know. He's actually been at London Coley on trial before a work permit. He's got a five or six year deal at Real Madrid. He's seen as the successor to Casemiro. Apparently, he loves the club. Money talks, but myth, broski. Wouldn't mind Johnson as a squad player. Trust. Wolves tomorrow. Does Martinelli get back into the squad for you, DG? So if you've answered this already, work, work, work meetings got in the way. I would say no, you know. I would say no. And I'd say, I say no. Unfortunately, I don't think he deserves to lose his place. I just feel Smith Rowe, 
he was unfortunate when he originally lost his place in the starting lineup, and he, you know, he was our super sub scoring goals. I think he did very well off the, very well in his start. I wouldn't move Odegaard if Odegaard's form was a bit shaky. Then I might say, you know what, Smithrow, you go ten. Martinelli, you come in that way. You could drop Lacazette, go Martinelli up there. Smithrow stays in um, and whatnot. But even that, as poor as Lacquer is in terms of scoring, and even though I want Martinelli to to um, get an opportunity, a part of me just feels Lacazette is the right one. And to be honest, if you're seeing out the game, you can bring on Lacazette. But if the game goes south, who's more likely to really do something off the bench, Martinelli or Lacazette? Although saying that, I did think in the last game against Wolves, Semedo did all right, was going forward and stuff, but he had to consistently respect Martinelli because he knew if I get in a foot race, it's long. Smith, I mean, Smith, yeah, Smith Rowe does well pulling out to the left. He worked well with Teeny, but Smith Rowe, naturally, he's a he's an Arsenal sort of historical player, he wants to come inside and get involved. And naturally, if you're a fullback, you see him being compact, you might go further forward. It's 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 lovely to have a problem. I don't feel there's a right and wrong answer. I wouldn't begrudge Mikel Arteta if he remained with um, Lacazette through the middle, Smith-Rowe, if he took Smith-Rowe out and put Martinelli in, or, or even if he went Martinelli there and the other thing. A part of me wants to try things, but at the same time, if it's broke, don't fix it. I know Lacazette ain't been doing well, but we've been getting results. No one's form's been on the floor. I, I, I don't really want to experiment per se, really. And 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 again, if they come in with a back three, Laka dropping in into midfield along with Odegaard, it does even up. I mean, as poor as Laka was in terms of scoring goals, I'm not defending him. You know, I did think you saw in the second half why he's kind of central to this little system we found. You saw him pressing well. You see him involved in the goals. Again, I don't want to praise a, a, a professional footballer for doing that, but... Yeah, it's a difficult. It's a difficult one. It's a. It's a very difficult one. It's a. It's a very difficult one. I'd. I'd go with. Yeah, I'd. I'd probably keep Lacazette through the middle. I'd probably keep Lacazette. Lacazette, Smith Rowe, Odegaard. In fact, my whole eleven for for the Wolves game would be obviously the back five picks itself. Tommy Asu, if you're fit and ready to re resume what you're doing, then Tommy Asu at right back. Shout out to Cedric, you've done your thing in the last two games. It's nothing personal. It's just business. Tommy Asu, Tierney, centre halves obviously with Gabriel and Ben White. Ramsdale in goal. Midfield picks itself, Xhaka and Partey, Martin Odegaard, keep doing what you're doing, Smith throw off the left, Bakayo on the right, Lacazette through the middle for me. Again, we all know that Wolves game is a must win, man. If you, you know, our next two games, I think you need to get six points because the games aren't getting, easy, getting any easier, really and truly. And I don't think there are any games you can see that we're just going to win. We've got some twists and turns and some, and some bumps and bruises along the way to, to come, people, but... I think in our next couple of games, you know, it'll be a good look if you get three points against Wolves. I want to get three points because it's not even Wolves. It's not even the club. It's not even the fans. It's just, it's not even Conor Cold, even though he's tall. It's just Ruben Nevers. I just, just want to play the world's smallest violin for you um, if we beat you. Watford away is going to be techie because they're fighting relegation and they pulled off a good result against Villa. But respectfully, Bowman need to get, I, I can't even lie, really. You need to be getting six to nine points. Wolves... Listen, we can't really say we're going to win it, but Wolves, Watford, Leicester, these are all tricky games. I'm not going to lie to you, especially the two at home. As Arteta said in his press conference, that's where we need to be doing what we're doing. You've got our next four games. But hey, it's not getting any easier. You've got Wolves, Watford, Leicester. Well, six to nine points, if you're serious, is what you need. You've got Liverpool in midweek on the 16th of March. Obviously, give a good account of ourselves. They've smacked us three times this season. They smack us up more time 
lost count really, you know, lost count of the aggregate score, who scored the results, they just beat us up. Just give a good account of yourself. But if in the grand scheme of the top four race, probably don't expect us to pick up points. You know, out the next, what's this? One, two, three, four, five. Five games. We've got Watford. I mean, you've got Watford away. Before that, you've got Wolves. Then you've got Leicester. Then you've got Liverpool. Then you've got Villa. When you look at the results Villa are putting together, as opposed to the hype, I think people are gassing it, saying that Gerard is doing good things. They've got, you know, how Martin is, his life story is, 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 is a fucking autobiography. It's not going to be about the fact that he won the FA Cup, the fact that he won Copa America. It's just all going to be about Arsenal. Isn't it? Everything's going to be about Arsenal. He's probably even going to skip out the humble beginnings in Argentina. We know what them are on when we play them. Villa, we don't, we ain't picked up too many away, away wins. So from the next three games, I think you need seven to nine points if we're serious because after that, you've got at home, you welcome Liverpool. Then you've got Villa, then Palace away. Then Brighton, then Southampton. Three bogey teams that I look for in Palace, Southampton and Brighton whenever our season cal calendar gets released. Villa away is techie. And the last couple of times we've gone there, you know, last couple of times against Villa, boy, it's been a bit mixed, really and truly. The games aren't getting any easier, man. 12 points minimum. I hear that. I think Tommy Asu struggles against three at the backs. Where do you define that? And to be fair, even if he does, what, are you going to back Cedric? I think, you know, Wolves try and put the ball over their heads a lot. And I think when you look at the fact that they got Pedro Neto, Pedence, all of these guys, Tomiyasu is one of our best defenders, one of our most mature defenders. I need you. Cedric, they put the, they're going to target you, put the ball over your head all the time. You've done all right in the last couple of games, but Tomiyasu is better than you. So Tomiyasu, please. I, I mean, yeah, simple as that. I, I, it might be unfair and all these things. The same fans that said it was unfair for Ainsley and Tavares, I hear that. But do you want to win football? Or are we doing this play crash thing? Tomiyasu has been a pleasant surprise at right back this season, hasn't he? Refreshing from the Bellerin PTSD nicely. Arteta has the pet gene where he experiments in crucial games for no reason, bro. He might pull a mad one. If it works, it works, you know. Because I do think he's made big decisions all season. You know, I go back to the Spurs game going into it. Boy, certain man, we're onto them about starting, really. You know, I know everyone wants Lacazette, quote unquote, drop now. Man, they're saying Lebamian can't start that. Xhaka can't start that. This and that. And then you saw what happened, man. We just need discipline in our team and we will maintain any lead without conceding. I don't think that's how football or life works. But you're right. If we had more discipline, we could see a lot less cheaper goals. Facts. And more facts. Discipline, you know, it's again, you're right. Because again, against against Brentford, we, I think you're right, Bernard. We, we lost our discipline. We, we got excited in that. We're winning. Everything's going right. Fans gassing us up. We're playing well. We got a second goal. There was a bit of a comfortable cushion. We let our standards drop. It's not that people weren't focusing, but we let our standards drop and conceded a silly goal, really and truly. There's no ifs and buts, but that could lick. We've done that in years and that's been... A difference between getting three points and getting one and dropping two points, getting a victory and not, etc. etc. Against Brentford, it's irrelevant because we won, but when it doesn't go that way, it's political, really and truly. So we'll have to see what happens there. We'll have to see how that one there develops. We'll have to see simply put what happens, really. Like, hope for the best. Trust. But man can dream, Matt. We can dream, man. All we can do is talk about the transfer speculation, man. We're not going to get half of these guys, but what else is there to do, at least until the team plays, my friend? Wait. 
I can already see Smith Rowe Force Nine. There'll be much better teams than Arsenal going after Felix and Rafinha. Yeah, probably. Yeah, but it is what it is. We're just talking about the speculation. And I mean, good players are going to have plenty of interest. So, you know, you throw your hat in the ring or you keep buying people that no one's wants, you know. No one is going to buy a stock if they don't think it can't appreciate in value, can they? You're not going to buy shit stocks if you think they're shit. Or if you're not, you're going to lose your job at the stockbroker or you're going to lose your money or, you know, depending on how you hedged your bet, you might even lose more than you've put in. People are going to want good players. I don't think Arsenal fans can be shocked if we're going for a player and other people who are doing bigger and better things or in healthy condition want them. You know, we can't be surprised if we've got good players internally and they're always being linked with big clubs and whatnot. Crazy, man. It hurts being a Leeds fan. She, yeah, man. You not play good football, man. I know you lot tried to fight us, but it is what it is. Oi, 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 Matt, you're my guy. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, it wasn't even you. It wasn't even you. Sorry, I was, you know, I was about to get onto Leeds. I thought you was talking about much bigger clubs than that. I love, I like you Leeds guys, but I thought you was doing us crazy. But on a serious note, it don't make sense for, I said it earlier, Rafinha, if I'm him, I'm not signing for Arsenal if you don't get Champions League football. It don't make sense. For the Felix thing, it's just dead. Like, I just don't see it. But I never saw a Bamian coming. I remember when I was in Malia and my friend showed me the newspaper that said Arsenal are linked with Ozil. I said, don't make me laugh. The next day after beat, well, the same day, really, licked out my head, checking it. We're linked with it. We got him. So I don't know, people. I'm typically pessimistic on Arsenal's transfers, especially where the big ones are, man. Looking at what you normally say, we should not go for a player due to one great great season, but consistency is true. It's true. You know, just buy the right players, man. It's easier said than done, but just buy the right players. Should we circle around for any Arsenal news again? It's okay. Hey, you look making me late. My day, my schedule is... I can't show you the schedule, but... You know, in one of my goals for 2022 was time management, people. And... Half the half the things are in my phone as well. Like I've got a couple of people around me that say, make sure you put this in your timer and your schedule and that. But I like to write things down. So literally, I write down what I have to do and the times as well. So what we've done the 10 a.m., we've done the 11:30, 4:30 on Football Manager, 7:30 on YouTube Football Manager for, for, for Champions League. Need to do that video. Need to make progress for this. Need to email that. All right, cool, cool, and cool. All right, we'll do that then, innit? Get me. Here's what it is time management. Maybe just end up work on being on time to my streams. Pepe is an interesting run. Still feel from now to the end of the season, the other part to play has been on form. Last two years, he's been our player of the season, so I hope so. Need Odegaard to get on the phone with his fellow Norwegian and convince him to play striker at the carpet. I would love that too, but from when we're starting to talk about Haaland, I know that's my cue to get out of here, people. So, on that, I have to love and leave you. The good news is I'm playing Football Manager at 4.30. That's on Twitch. After that, I come over to YouTube where we'll be watching, obviously, Atletico Madrid and Manchester United. Set your reminders for that. Even if you can't be there, hit the like button. Do what you can for the engagement. Uh, tomorrow, obviously, it's Arsenal versus Wolves, isn't it? The time for talking is done. Make sure you set your reminders for that. Watch along. And then, obviously, I'm feeling like I'm missing something else out for you lot, you know. Oh, big up. Well, if you follow me on Twitch, you probably saw it already, but I re-uploaded it onto YouTube. Shout out to my guy, Mo Hader. We previewed Arsenal versus Wolves. We talked about Smith Rowe versus Martinelli for the left wing. We did bear chatting in it, and I've cut up some of them, like, from that 
just shy of an hour clip. I've cut up one, two, three, four, five, five sub clips. It's because you'll always get onto me about these things in it. So hella content to come, people. Hella content to come. And then there's still some. I'll cut up clips from this video. Pardon me. I uploaded a couple things yesterday. I see there's two things I haven't pressed the button on. Car. I thought I was spamming you lot with just too many. I got to give you lot a chance to watch things. Man said not his his bro. Listen, shout out to you lot. The only time I'm seeing Harlan sign for Arsenal is in Football Manager. When I hear, do you know what? When I hear Irigi shouts, I want to bust out. But when I hear Harlan, I know it's my time to go. So obviously, I'm gonna love and leave you lot and see you lot in a few hours, people. Appreciative to everyone that's here. If you haven't hit the like button or subscribed or following me on my socials, I don't know what you're doing. I appreciate all of you lot for coming and offering your opinions. Regulars, you know who you are. You know, Rochelle, C. Robin, Tino, Stylist, Sandro. Again, Helen, Josh. Again, Don't Jay, Don't Feel, Yoni, Jack. Bare names in it. Yassir, if I haven't said you're South London, there's just bare names in it. There's bare names. K, there's hella people in it. Like, if you know you're here all the time, then... Bless up you lot. Theo, Ray, by the way, what a name. I appreciate you lot, man. And I appreciate everyone. Without you lot, there'd be no point being here waffling day in, day out. So I'll see you lot in a couple, people. Let me go. Let me go to the gym. Let me go eat. Let me go. Well, I'm going to go post stuff is. I'm going to go return something. Let's go bank. I need to do just hella life admin, you know. Hella boring life things, people. But meeting. Oh, hella boring things I wish I weren't doing, but it's got to be done in it. So, yeah, you lot stay blessed, stay safe. It's the halfway point of the week, you know, that just one little final push and we can all move that much closer to our goals, hopes, dreams and aspirations, people. Stay fit, stay healthy. So I hope to, I hope you lot continue to be healthy and that. Love and leave you lot. I'll see you lot this afternoon slash tonight, people. <laughs> I'm the best YouTuber, man. Let's go. <laughs>